Hello, dear friends. Good morning, and welcome to a new episode on these English lessons and midweek greetings. Today is Wednesday, May fifteenth, two thousand and nineteen. We're going to continue with our ongoing series on idioms, and today's episode will be zero thirty-four. Episode zero thirty-four will be coming to you from our studios in Shanghai. And just as a quick review to our listeners who are listening to this podcast for the first time, we bring you ten minutes of English every day, or every three days, every four days, and we focus on very essential aspects of、uh, English learning. Our listeners are students, people learning English as a second language, people learning English as a third language. And our listeners are also teachers of English as a second language, so welcoming you. This is Teacher D, your regular host. We're going to dive in straight to our new idioms for today, and we have chosen a very particular topic for today. We're going to focus on water idioms. Water. We know that water is life. You know. Water is life, and we cannot survive without water. We can survive without other things, but water is very, very essential. That's why we usually say water is life. So we're going to look at a couple of idioms that have to do with water.、Um, we're going to begin with the first one, which is something that a lot of students get into all the time. So if you're ready, get your pencil and paper. And we will start with our idioms on water. Idiom number one: to be in deep water. To be in deep water. If you are in deep water, what does that mean? Deep is D E E P. If you are in deep water,、um, it means you are in serious difficulty. You are in a serious A problem. In other words, you are actually in trouble. If you are in deep water,、uh, to understand this image, to understand this idiom, you can think of somebody who is not very good at swimming, and that person is in a section of the swimming pool that is very, very deep. That person is obviously in trouble. That person is in difficulty. That person will find it difficult to swim. This is how you can understand the idiom. So when somebody says you are in deep water, it means you are in a difficult situation. And then when it gets worse, like you're really in trouble, probably you cannot get out, we say you're in hot water. So it's like two idioms that go together, from bad to worse. The first one is to be in deep water. If you're in deep water, it means you're already You're actually already in trouble, but it's like you 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 can fight your way out. You know, you can struggle to get out of the situation. Like I said, think of someone who is not a very good swimmer, somebody who's learning to swim. You go to the swimming pool, you move from the section that is not deep, and you you move ahead, and suddenly you find yourself in that deep section. So you are in deep water now. How do you feel? 
you feel nervous it's difficult your feet cannot touch the bottom of the swimming pool so you're in deep water you're in difficulty but you can still find your way out you can probably scream for help or somebody can be swimming by and get you out so uh, you, you can manage your way out then it moves to the level where we say you are in hot water now if you're in hot water it's much worse if you're in hot water whoa, whoa probably you're going to jail probably you know the situation is much more terrible so you can use this in business your company can be in deep water and can be in hot water students in the classroom when you don't do your homework and you have a very strict teacher like teacher D you can get into deep water or you can be in hot water if you're in hot water probably I'll kick you out of my class so those are the first idioms to go with to be in deep water and to be in hot water now let's move on quickly to the next idiom which is quite interesting this one is more like um, it's a fish out of water a fish out of water again uh, look at the image of a fish that usually lives in the water now you take that fish out of the water and put that fish somewhere in the forest or somewhere on land on the street how does that fish feel uncomfortable strange environment and not able to survive these are the three things you should think about you feel uncomfortable it's a strange environment that you're not used to and it's very difficult for you to survive in that new environment now that's the meaning of the idiom if you feel like a fish out of water it means you're in a strange environment which is not your usual environment so you are not familiar with anything it's very difficult for you to survive in that environment so you are a fish out of water here's a good example um, I was trained to teach um, older students like uh, university students I was trained to teach high school students and adults people who are working and a couple of years ago I found myself teaching kids like real young learners and when I started teaching kids I felt like a fish out of water I felt like a fish out of water it was very difficult to bring down myself to explain something to a five-year-old kid or six-year-old kid so situations where you find it very strange and very difficult for you to adapt you are like a fish out of water that's our next idiom and then we move on to another water idiom which is to test the waters here water has an s it's okay sometimes in English we can say to test the waters to test the waters you should put s on the word water the other idioms don't have s on water because I'm um, countable now but in this particular idiom we say to test the waters so think about this image like someone standing let's go back to that person learning how to swim standing at the edge of the swimming pool and sending one foot in to test the waters to see how deep it is and then going a little bit like you know testing the waters this idiom simply means in English to try to have a try to see if you are able to do something so whatever you are doing maybe preparing a project you can start by testing the waters 
If you're going to a competition, you can start by testing the waters. It's, it just means to try. So in business, companies in America that want to start doing business in China or they want to open a shop in China, sometimes they test the waters by sending samples of their products to be sold in China. They're testing the waters. They're testing the market. Next idiom, to keep your head above water. Wow, I like this one. To keep your head above water. Think of that swimmer again. I gave you the example of somebody learning how to swim. When you're still learning how to swim, the most important thing for you is to keep your head above the water. As long as your head is above the water, you're sure you can survive, right? So now this means someone in a very difficult situation and barely able to survive, barely able to survive. It could be a financial situation. It could be a health situation. It could be a situation that maybe you cannot keep up with a deadline at work. You have too much work to do, so you cannot keep up with the deadline. So you're barely surviving. You're just keeping your head above water. It means barely surviving barely surviving. It's very difficult for you to survive. Sometimes your salary is so small that you can only just pay for your basic bills and buy the basic things, but you really have nothing to live on by the end of the month. So you are just keeping your head above water. And then we still have a little bit of uh, time left. I think we can take one more idiom before we run out of time because that's one of my favorite idioms. My mouth waters. That's our fifth idiom for today. My mouth waters. Here again, you have water as a verb and it's used in the third person singular. So there is an S. My mouth waters. What does it mean? Something is very appealing. It smells delicious and I want to have it. My mouth waters. There is saliva in my mouth. That's it. Ten minutes are up and we end up with that very beautiful idiom. My mouth waters. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll see you in the next episode. This is Teacher D signing off. Goodbye.